Hello and welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in and out of the theme parks. So whether you're counting down your days till your next vacation or you're on your way to work wishing to be going to a more magical place, this is the podcast for you. Today we have a very marvelous guest. We have Maggie on today. She has been a huge fan since the first original original Iron Man came out and she saw it in theaters. She's very knowledgeable of all things Marvel and is a true fan. In addition to Marvel, we also talk a little bit Star Wars as well. And she explains to us machete order for watching Star Wars movies and also which land does she think is better, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge or Avengers Campus. So stay tuned for that. If you guys are new to the show, we have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. And last but not least, if you have a magical moment that you would like to share, please go to the link in the show notes to take you to justsomemagic.com to submit your story. We're always looking for more magical moments, so I can't wait to read them all. But now, on with the show. Welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. Today we have a super magical, talented, creative guest today. Today we have Maggie all the way from Disneyland. Hi, Maggie. Hey. How are you today? I'm so great. How are you? I am so happy to have you on and marvel with you because (laughs) there's only a few like really big Marvel fans in this community. I know a lot of people are getting into it because Mm of the TV shows and stuff. And, um, but I'm so happy to talk Marvel with you. Yeah, me too. It's so crazy to me to think that people are just now getting into it because I Mm -hmm. remember seeing the first Iron Man in theaters. And I remember going and seeing Iron Man three, like with my mom for mother's day, like my family has always been super into it. And so I mean, I'm happy that more people are getting into it, but it's so crazy to me to think that some people are are posting on TikTok and they're like, oh, Black Widow's the first Marvel movie I'm seeing in theaters. I'm like, (gasps) what? That's crazy to me. Like the pandemic really, people are searching for something. And I think that Marvel's a great universe to just totally get lost in. I know I watched, there was like, two weeks in the pandemic where I just watched the Iron Man trilogy over and over again. Like it was just my comfort movies and I just watched it over and over like one, two and three. And then I'd finish the third one. And then like the next day I would just start Iron Man one up all over again. So I've always been (laughs) really into it. You are a true, true Marvel fan. I'm still (laughs) fairly recent. I'm just a couple years old, but you are Mm -hmm. the OG like (laughs) original Iron Man movie 10 years ago. So I love it. I'll have Are you familiar with the comics or just specifically the MCU? Like I'm familiar with like big plot points in the comics. Like if a character comes to the MCU, I usually try and do a little bit of digging and try and find out like things that maybe haven't been introduced to the MCU. I don't really read a lot because it's super like there's so many comics Mm -hmm. and there's so many different storylines. Mostly the cinematic universe is what my knowledge mostly comes from. But like little things like in Avengers Campus uh, at Web Slingers, they have like Doreen Green, who is Squirrel Girl in the comics. She's one of the inventors at Web. And I know who that is. So I went with my mom and she was like, who is this woman? And I was like, oh, it's Squirrel Girl. And I knew that much. But like mostly it's the cinematic universe. Gotcha. I'm I'm kind of the same way. Like I'll watch YouTube videos where they break down and essentially give us the Spark Notes version of the comics of yeah. what could happen with these characters. So I, I like that dissection of it. But that is so cool. And do you want to give us a little teaser of your story today? Oh, sure. I mean, obviously everyone knows already I'm a huge Marvel fan. And I got to go to Avengers Campus. I've been twice now. And both times I had wonderful character interactions. But the second time I went, 
I was with people who had already kind of been to uh, the parks again since reopening. So we kind of got to chill out a little bit more and really hang out with the characters. So I have a lot of great character interactions from that day. Oh, I'm so excited for everyone to hear it. I already kind of know what it is. (laughs) And actually what happened was Maggie posted this on her Instagram and I DM'd her immediately. I'm like, girl, you need to come on my show and tell us about this episode. Like, or tell us about this interaction. Like I'm in love with this. It was so great. So you guys stay tuned for that. But overall, without not too many spoilers, what are your thoughts of Avengers Campus? I think it's great. I mean, I love Star Wars as well. So when Batu opened in Disneyland, Galaxy's Edge, I was super excited. I was so ready. And the first time I went, I was just like astounded at how I really felt like I was on a Star Wars planet. Like I felt like I was in the universe. Mm-hmm. And I love Star Wars, but there's only nine movies and you know, some, you know, Rogue One and Solo, a Star Wars story. So there's less content for me to really like dive into. But with Marvel, there's a decade of movies. There's, you know, I think they're up to like 22, 23 films now. And then with the TV shows, like there's so much to really dive into. And there's all the comics. I know Star Wars has comics too. I don't want any Star Wars fans to think that (laughs) I'm a, I'm a pleb and I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But like Marvel just really, really always spoke to me. And because they do have these stories of like this cosmic fantastic things, but then they also have stories that are just like basically political dramas. And they're like, yeah, these people have like super serum, but it's also like, it's very real and it's very easy to connect to as a viewer. So Mm -hmm. when I saw they were even doing Avengers Campus, I was like, no way. Like that's the universe I want to be in. And the first time I ever stepped foot in the campus, I was just in awe. It was so beautiful. It was so, it was that high tech sort of feel that you really get from watching the films and seeing like the Avengers like base camp and you just see everything. And it just really felt like I was a superhero and that was my training day. And I was, you know, getting to be there and see everything and see all the Easter eggs. I was like, wow, this was like really made for the fans. Like, this is great. Oh my goodness. Okay. I have a, I have a really tough question for you. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh gosh. If you could only step foot in Galaxy's Edge or Avengers Campus for the rest of your life, you can't go the other one. Which one would you pick? Ooh. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm really sorry to rise of the resistance, but I would choose Avengers Campus. <gasps> wow. I, would. I was I was kind of like, I don't know where this could go. This could go either way with Maggie. <laughs> I think Avengers Campus just it has more character interactions and I think they did a really good job of you get to see everyone regardless of the timeline. And I think mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge sort of hits a roadblock by trying to be too in of itself because like there's so many rules and so you can't see Padme you can't see Darth Vader you can't see Anakin Skywalker or Luke Skywalker and with Avengers Campus it's like you can see anyone you can see Tony Stark and over in the corner you'll see Black Panther and Black Widow and it's great and you see Sam Wilson one hour and then the next hour you see Steve Rogers Captain America Ah. so it's really great and I think they did a really good job of making it so it's their own timeline because it would be pretty sad if it was like oh this is the movie timeline and you can't see Tony Stark because he's not around anymore right I remember even before Avengers Campus living in California and going to DCA where all of the Marvel characters were in Hollywood land and Loki would be walking around and this was Mm -hmm. after Endgame and kids were like aren't you supposed to be dead and it was just like (laughs) Be happy that he's here, kids. Stop mm-hmm. it. Don't don't say that to Loki. Look, now they made a TV show about it. Like, look it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I really appreciate that they were like, timelines be darned. You're, <laughs> like, you could still see Spider-Man even after Infinity War. Like, it's going to be okay. Because the characters are really what mean so much to people. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. seeing the Quinjet is cool. But things that make me really into Marvel are the characters. So if I couldn't see a certain character because they weren't in the movies anymore, it would be kind of a bummer. So I'm glad that they did it the way they did. Absolutely. And with the movies, 
what is your favorite order to watch it? I know you mentioned, you know, you did the trilogy of Iron Man a couple of times during mm-hmm. the quarantine. Do you like to watch it in chronological order or movie release date or just your own order? I usually do release date because I find that watching it in chronological order really doesn't add much to me, especially because the Easter eggs that they put in, if you haven't refreshed your memory, gonna be you're like, why is this here in Captain Marvel? Like you kind of need to refresh your memory by doing it the way they did it which is different than star wars because star wars i like to do a thing called machete order okay someone else mentioned that okay yeah remind us what that is again so machete order is this random blog made it up and it's like the quote-unquote like best way to watch the films and this was before the sequel trilogy came out so what you do is i might be getting this wrong but you watch episode two and then you watch episodes four and five, and then you watch episode three, and then you watch episode six. So then you really get, you don't get, if you're watching it for the first time, you don't get spoiled by the Darth Vader reveal, but you get to like see him grow up and see his journey as Anakin. And then you just completely get rid of episode one because it's kind of not necessary in the bigger picture. I really like doing it that order. But for Marvel, I find that the only thing chronological order really changes is you would watch the first Avenger first, Captain America, and then you'd watch Captain Marvel. And then it's basically the same order. And then I guess now with Black Widow being released, you would watch Black Widow after Civil War and before Infinity War. Mm -hmm. But it's still like not super necessary. Yeah, I think for new Marvel fans, and I want to hear what you think about this. I think for new Marvel fans to understand everything I think it's good to watch it in that order because I think just giving them the overall picture of the Marvel Cinematic Universe but if you're a veteran like yourself like watching it in either which order doesn't matter whereas like if you're trying to explain like hey this blue glowy thing is called the Tesseract this is literally what I did to my mom I had a whiteboard and we (laughs) went in order and I'm like mom blue glowy thing Tesseract Bucky Barnes is <laughs> Captain America's friend and she called him Buddy Barnes. I'm like, I mean Aww. close enough. <laughs> it's his that. buddy. That was her argument. It is. They're buddies. <laughs> They're buddies. And so I kind of like would draw like, okay, this is how it connects to this. And she was like, Morgan, this is a lot. I'm like, mom, this is the only thing all of us love during quarantine. Okay. So we got it. We got to stick with it. But what do you think for new people getting into the Marvel cinematic universe? I mean, at the end of the day, however you want to watch it, I don't think it'll really change your experience Mm -hmm. if you're into it. My thing is that Marvel is so big on Easter eggs. so. I think watching, say, Captain Marvel before you watch the other films, you would see those Easter eggs before you really knew what they were referencing. And so it would still be a fun thing. But then it's like reverse satisfaction. Like fans that have already seen everything leading up to Captain Marvel, then watching Captain Marvel are like, oh, now I get this and that. Oh, that's cool that they're referencing that. But then if you watched Captain Marvel before you watched the other things, you'd be like, oh, what is that? And then you'd like, it'd be like a reverse Easter egg. Like they would be like, oh, I understand now what Captain Marvel is referencing when this happened. So I think they're both good. But I do think a lot of Easter eggs that Marvel does are for people that have already seen the films. Which what makes it great is because you get to rewatch them and you get to notice all these different things that happen. So Marvel's just doing something right. Marvel's Mm -hmm. okay. I know I've kind of asked you like random questions here and there, but now we'll get into the nitty gritty questions and I'll kind of put a Marvel spin on it. I will start with this, but I ask every guest this, why do you love Disney? Why do I love it? (laughs) I think it's a tough one. Yeah. I think part of it is childhood growing up with it. My parents, they're not like fanatics, but they do really like it. And I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, which is like a six hour drive from Disneyland. Whoa. So it was a pretty easy vacation. You didn't have to book a flight. All you had to do is book your hotel, book your tickets, and you could drive down. And we would do that a lot. We would drive down and then say if we were going for a weekend, we would 
drive down on Thursday and then we'd check in at our hotel and then we would get dinner in downtown Disney, usually the Rainforest Cafe, RIP. And then the next day we would go to Disneyland and then we would go to Disneyland again the day after that. And then on Sunday we would drive home and it was like a perfect little family vacation. So I have a lot of memories there. And I think also just like the it's so big like it's like there's so many facets of Disney Mm -hmm. like there's princesses there's Pixar there's there's the live action stuff so it's pretty hard not to grow up with Disney in some way or another and that's why I love it and I also it does have a special place in my heart because when I was a teenager in the Bay Area I volunteered with a organization called the Peter Pan Foundation and we would go And we would dress up as Disney characters and we would go to Children's Hospital Oakland and we would volunteer at Make-A-Wish events and we would be those characters. And it was so fun and it was so rewarding, especially because like I also used to work as a party princess, but there's something really cool about doing it as like volunteer time and doing it for like less fortunate kids. Like I've worked with kids on the spectrum, like the autism spectrum. I've worked Mm -hmm. with foster children and all this stuff and I've been the one to you know be able to tell a kid that their make-a-wish you know Disney vacation is coming true and that's like so special and I wouldn't have been able to do that if Disney wasn't so big and so prominent in so many people's lives and then moving down to LA I moved down when I was right before my 20th birthday and I've lived here for almost three years because I'm turning 23 soon. Oh, so, happy early birthday. Thank you. It's like in October. It's so far away, but it's almost <laughs> spooky season. But like literally three days after I moved to North Hollywood, I got an annual pass. Like that was one of my top priorities. I was like, I live down here. I need to be able to go to Disneyland a lot. And it just sort of became this happy place. And I pretty much all my friends I've either met through Disney or through cosplay or through both, like meeting at D23, like mm-hmm. the, the convention. So it's like my whole life, like looking at my room right now, it's like a Black Widow poster, a giant Cinderella poster, a Neverland map. Like it's just my entire life has sort of like been infiltrated by Disney and all of its surrounding properties. And, you know, some people are like, oh, Disney adults, that's so weird. It's like, it makes me happy. Like some people have, sports team posters Mm -hmm. all around their room and I've got a giant Cinderella poster and and like Alice in Wonderland poster like anywhere I look so I don't know I think it's I think Disney's pretty cool it is it really is and yeah like you said people can make fun of us but you know what it makes us happy so that's what matters (laughs) all right my next question is which parks have you visited I have only visited Disney land disney's california adventure and i went to disney world once when i was 13 i did visit all four parks but i have very limited memory of it but i do remember my favorite was hollywood studios oh really and that is definitely before galaxy's edge it was before there anything they still had the uh osborne family light show because we went in january oh my goodness i loved that i was Mm -hmm. able to experience it when i worked down there and it was super magical i definitely miss it (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah I remember I like love animatronics I think they're so cool I think Mm -hmm. you know if the whole like theme parks acting thing doesn't work out I would love to be someone that builds animatronics and like does that so I remember going on the great movie ride like three times in a row like we went on it once as a family and I was like I want to do that again and my family like left me to go do something else and I just (laughs) kept going on the great movie ride because I thought it was so cool it is I miss it so much and Mm -hmm. you know that it got replaced by Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway I was like I never got the chance to like go back and sometimes Mm -hmm. shop Disney will like send me ads on Facebook and there's like an $150 like light up great movie ride sign replica and every (gasps) time I see it I have to stop myself from I'm just buying it. I'm like, Maggie, you went on this ride three times. Like, it's going to be okay. Oh, no. (laughs) That's amazing. And I'm so excited that I wish, you know, they kept the great movie ride and did something like they're doing with Toontown or doing something that they're doing with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disneyland and putting it in Toontown. I think that theming is 
so much better and mm-hmm. I'm so excited for that to be coming but I very much miss the great movie right so I'm very much with you there too <laughs> okay so you can answer this question Marvel or not yeah. but not your favorite character like we're going to try to stay away from favorite characters but what character do you most identify with that you're the most similar to I have like a Marvel one and a not Marvel one because I feel like they're the two sides of me oh let's hear both I do I love Cinderella and I really relate to her trying to stay true and kind in times of adversity. This year has been very hard for me on a personal level, not Mm. even with the pandemic. And so trying to stay positive and still being kind to myself and kind to everyone around me and not letting it make me jaded or resentful has been very important to me so I've been I mean I've always loved her and I finally got like a big costume like a really like nice like Cinderella dress and I have the wig and everything so that was really important to me and I just love her so much and like I do relate to her but also she inspires me like she's the good that I know that I can be and so I love her she's the best and then my Marvel one is totally the opposite. Ooh. It's, <laughs> you might make fun of me. Um, it's Rocket Raccoon. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> watching the guard, because also, like, I'm going to get, like, all astrology in here, is that I have, um, my moon sign is Scorpio, which can be very, like, holding a grudge and very, like, <laughs> sassy and vindictive and secretive. And then, like, my sun is a Libra, which I think, and my rising is Cancer, which I think are very, like, um Cinderella yeah. traits oh. but when I specifically Guardians of the Galaxy 2 him dealing with his anger and his resentment of mm-hmm. like how he was basically created and like being experimented on and like we haven't super gotten a lot of his backstory in the movies but in the comics like he's not a raccoon he's like an android type thing oh and he gets like built he like says like i wasn't asked to be built and it's like yeah no one is like asked to be put on this planet but you got to make the most of it and like him like feeling unworthy and pushing away his friends like that's something that like i also relate to and those are issues that i like find myself like getting over and like the conversation at the end of guardians of the galaxy 2 at uh i mean minor spoilers but if you're watching this you probably like marvel (laughs) you've gotten this far you've definitely like marvel (laughs) right (laughs) like 22 minutes in you're like "Mm, i don't know about this (laughs) um is at yondu's funeral when all the ravagers come and honor him and uh rocket says to star lord peter quill he's like they don't they don't hate him like they used to not like him but they still came to honor him and star lord is like yeah like they did like they're his friends and they care about him and it's very clearly like rocket being like oh i was kind of mean and i kind of pushed my friends away but they're my friends and they're still here for me like i gotta make the most of it and i gotta be kind to these people and also like rocket in infinity war when everyone else in the guardians gets snapped and he doesn't he's like that was my family like He really realizes like, oh boy. And so I always try and be super kind to my friends and I always try and let them know how much I appreciate them because it can be hard when you're dealing with feelings of self-doubt and anger and all that stuff. It can be really easy to lash out, but you got to try and like calm down, stay cool. So whenever anyone asks me like, what's the character you relate most to? I always go to Rocket Raccoon and his journey. That is amazing. And do you, <laughs> have you Disney bounded as him yet? Or I Disney bound as him a lot, pretty much any chance I get, like any Disney bound challenge or like anything. I'm like, how can I do Mar- Rocket Raccoon? Like the amount of like, <laughs> orange overalls I have is crazy and the first time I went to Avengers Campus I like was like I have to Disney Mountain Rocket Raccoon even though the Guardians area has been there the longest I was like I don't care about Disney Mountain Spider-Man or anything else like I want to Disney Mountain Rocket Raccoon because that's me and I like went really hard at it I would love to cosplay him one day I just like haven't really had a reason to especially with conventions not being around a lot right right and like in my group of friends we all like have our characters that we do and in that group of friends I sort of am like the mantis of the group like the empath and the feeling and stuff because that's also a character I relate to because Mm -hmm. my other friend like also loves Rocket Raccoon and I would rather I'd rather everyone be involved than be like no I'm Rocket Raccoon so well that's very Cinderella of you yeah (laughs) Thank you. I just need to find an excuse to sort of 
get the costume but I have so many Marvel costumes on my to-do list and it's really hard because they're all like superhero suits which can be very expensive yes or if you have to build armor or if you have to get like tight fitting fabric which is a whole nother obstacle in of itself I can imagine a lot I want to cosplay Taskmaster so badly so I really i I've been texting all my friends that make armor and being like, any any advice, anything? And they've all been really nice. So I'm like hoping that I can do that and take them to a convention and like, because I don't have any costumes that are like full armor right now. And I'd love right. to have one like in my arsenal. Kind of next question, kind of feeding off of what you've been talking about. <laughs> if you just had buckets of money <laughs> to make one epic cosplay whether you've done it or not but like it's going to be movie quality this one cosplay what character would you want it to be I think if money was no option it would be Taskmaster because I would go to a place and get it custom built for me and have it be like super form-fitting and like the stills of him from the movie are just beautiful like that costume is just so gorgeous so probably Taskmaster or Hope Van Dyne aka the Wasp which I'm Mm. looking into getting her suit which Hers isn't super hard to get movie accurate for a decent price, but I think the wings are an obstacle, like her little wasp wings. Yeah. So if I could get like super nice wasp wings, that would also be real nice. I love the colors of her costume. They're Mm -hmm. really pretty. Those are awesome. Okay. My next question is, if you could take a single prop from the MCU, what would it be? I think it would be old arc reactor that they use at Tony's funeral in Endgame that says proof that Tony Stark has a heart with all the flowers around it. I think that would be really cool to have in my collection. That would be incredible. Um, I'll ask you kind of a princess question. So (laughs) this question's a little long, so bear with me. Um, It's kind of an exaggerated version of something the princess has going on. And you can pick three. Okay. Which three princess powers would you want to have? So I'll list them off. So Snow White's is talking to forest animals. Cinderella's is magically have an outfit for any occasion. Aurora's is sleep as long as you want with no time passing. Ariel's is to be able to breathe and talk underwater. Belle's is speed reading. Jasmine's is being able to travel anywhere whenever you wanted. Pocahontas is endless endurance. Mulan's is being able to defend yourself in any situation, whether it be physically or verbally. Tiana's is being able to cook with any food you have lying around, like it's always going to be a great meal. Rapunzel's is her actual powers, which is magic hair that heals people. Anna's is people fall in love with you quickly. Elsa's is ice powers. Moana's is friends with the ocean and being able to understand people to their core, kind of like she what she does with Tafiti. Mm-hmm. And Raya's is being friends with dragons and being able to stop time. I think definitely Cinderella because I love outfits and fashion. And That's right, tr- girl. Yeah. I try not to be an outfit repeater, so it'd be nice if I could just magically have a new outfit for every event. Um, definitely Mulan. I have always wanted to take like self-defense classes or even like stage combat classes. I think that's Ooh. so cool. And I love Mulan. She's amazing. And then probably Ariel because I do love swimming and I love the ocean. Yes. Awesome. So Cinderella's, Mulan's, and Ariel's. I mm-hmm. love it. This will be really fun for you. <laughs> you have to be roommates with a Disney villain. Who would you rather it be and why? Ooh, that's good. I think I would probably choose Maleficent. Ooh, and why is that? Because she seems like she would keep things clean. I almost chose the evil queen, but I feel like she would like sabotage my vanity, like to not make me look better than her. And I like, I like to, I like my getting ready time. So yes, I, would, I wouldn't want that. But I think she, like, she looks prettier than me. Yeah, like bash my mirror. I think <laughs> Maleficent. As long as I invited her, if I was like going out or going to a party or something, I think we would get along pretty well. She seems to kind of stick to herself, and I kind of appreciate that. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, and then my last question is. If you could go on a date with any character from the MCU, who would it be and why? And where would you go? Oh my goodness. It would be 
Baron Helmet Zemo. No question about it. I am obsessed with him. I have a problem. I have multiple Zemo shirts. I have one more coming in the mail. It's an issue. Where He's we would so go. Funny. I love him so much. Um, I think we would go on like a carriage ride in Central Park and then we would finish with like Turkish delight. Like <laughs> that's what I think oh. would happen. I love him so much. All my friends make fun of me. They're like, what is wrong with you? Like he's a really bad guy. And I'm like, he had his reasons. Okay. Be like, we, we're just overlooking it. It's like when you like are dating somebody and they have like massive red flags and your friends yeah. like, why don't you see that? It's like, it's fine. It's okay. Like, he blew up the UN and I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> It's totally fine. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. I, you're, you're answering this so fun. I'm like, I want to keep asking you questions. <laughs> um, okay. Last question. This will be the last question. But if you could be a sidekick to any Marvel superhero, like it, you don't have, they don't already have to have a sidekick. Like it literally can be anybody. Like you're just along for the ride. Who would it be? That's a good question. My first thought was I think Steve Rogers would be a very good like co-pilot sort of basically because I think I mean we see his relationship with Bucky and we see that he really I think he would really treat me like as an equal like my heart says duh Iron Man but I feel like he'd be like okay like go away I'm doing my thing yes I think that I would get the most out of it if I was partnered with Steve Rogers and I feel like he has a very strong moral compass and I feel like I would never be like, I would never question his motives basically. Right. You wouldn't feel left out and you, mm-hmm. you know, he was always confident in his decisions he's making. Absolutely. so great well maggie thank you so much for answering all of those questions you had so many fun answers thank you but now i'll let you take it away and share your magic oh my goodness thank you i'm so excited hey so my magic story obviously involves marvel and avengers campus because the marvel cinematic universe it means so much to me like i grew up with all of these characters i grew up with the original six avengers i remember going to the midnight premiere of the first avengers movie in 2012 i remember seeing every single marvel movie in theaters it just is completely like my thing it's just my life and so when Avengers Campus was first announced, I was like, I have to go. I have to be there. And I thought that would be pretty easy to do. And then the world <laughs> ended and Disneyland closed. And to really kick me while I'm down, they got rid of annual passes. Mm-hmm. So it became a struggle. I was like, I don't know when I'll be able to. And when tickets first went on sale, I was like, everyone was getting tickets for like Avengers Campus opening weekend. And I was like, well, I want to go opening day of Disneyland. So I went opening day and I was just like, I don't think I'm going to make it to opening weekend, which turned out to be a blessing in disguise because those lines were crazy. I saw like videos of it. I'm like, oh no, my goodness. Like It was insane. I was so stressed that it was still going to be like that when I went. But it wasn't, so we're fine. (laughs) Good, good, Um, good, good. Yeah. I ended up going for the first time the day after Father's Day, so June 21st. And I went with my parents, which is great because they also love Marvel. And it was fun. But it was a Monday. There wasn't as many characters out. It was still really great. I had a great time. But I had missed out on a couple characters that I was really dying to see. Like who? I was really dying to see Iron Man, which I did not. And I really wanted to see... Sam Wilson as Captain America and I really <gasps> wanted to see the Wasp. I saw Ant-Man but the Wasp was not with him. Oh, they they meet together typically? They do. They meet together most of the time. Sometimes it's just Ant-Man, but on mm. weekends and busier days it's both of them, which I is really great cuz I love the Wasp. I look up to her a lot. Yes. And it was a great I had a great time. I ate the food, I drank the drinks, I went on web slingers. It was awesome. But so far out of the two times I've been the best time was I went on the 4th of July which we didn't really plan to go on the 4th of July specifically that was just sort of the weekend that worked for all of us and I was like well it's 4th of July and I'm not super patriotic in general especially with like the state of the world but right I right do love a good theme 
And in the cinematic <laughs> universe, Steve Rogers' birthday is canonically July 4th. Uh, he was born in 1918, which I think is so funny. Like, they He's don't so- mention, I don't think they ever mention it in the comics, but in the Marvel universe, you can see on his enlistment forms that his birthday is July 4th. And you're like, of course, Captain America's birthday is July 4th. Like, of course. Destined to be. And so. We planned it so far in advance that I really had time to like get an outfit together. And I was like, well, it's Steve Rogers' birthday. I have to honor him. And so in the first Avenger, when he goes on that sort of USO tour with like all the girls and they sing Star Spangled Man and stuff, I was like, I want to get one of those girls' dresses and I'm going to wear that to Disneyland. And it's so cute. Like it's such the cutest little patriotic little outfit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I made a little matching hat to go with it. I... Did my hair all fancy, all vintagey. You looked great. Thank you so much. I was like, I'm going to go. It's going to be great. And there were other girls there that also were in USO girl dresses. Like I knew <gasps> no. I wasn't I knew I wasn't going to be the only one, but I was really excited when I saw them in the beginning of the day. I like ran over and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy to see other people like in the dress." And we took a picture. It was great. And that's the kind of like costume where it's like, "Oh, you know, you typically don't want someone to be dressed exactly the same as you but like the uso girls in the movie there's a lot of them so mm-hmm. having more of you guys like all together like that would have been a really epic picture yeah it was very, it was very powerful it was like chorus girls like uniting and it yeah. was great and yeah it really it felt kind of like dapper day almost because it's like it's like a fancy dress and like i got it a little longer than they do in the movie just so like i was more comfortable and it was great mm-hmm. it was super comfy and I wore it all day. I didn't bring a change of clothes or anything. I like the haltered look of it too. Yeah, it's super nice, super great. I didn't have to... so, and it's so fun to interact with characters when they like can see you're obviously dressed up, and you they can just tell like this is a big Marvel fan because like yeah, obviously. And I would have people like someone even asked me they were like, "Do you know when Captain America's meeting?" <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "I don't work here, but I just saw him. Like he's out there. Don't worry." And then, like, I was walking back after getting my friends some waters from uh, Pim's Test Kitchen because it was really hot that day. And Captain America, there's a little, like, balcony on Avengers headquarters in, like, the back of the campus. And that's where a lot of – that's where the Black Widow stunt show happens. And that's where a lot of characters will wave from up above since they want to have social distancing. I was walking back and Captain America was on the balcony and there were girls being like, look, look, he's there, like trying to tell me. I was like, I know, I saw him a lot. Like, I really appreciate that you want me to see him, but like, don't worry, it's good. Don't worry, I already spotted him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's so easy to do California Adventure in one day because it is like big because there's the world of color fountain in the middle of it. But ride wise, like it's pretty easy to have done everything basically by 4 p.m. So we weren't worried at all. And I had gotten us Web Slingers boarding passes. So we were all set on everything. Ooh, I heard that was difficult. Yeah, I was very surprised because I'm horrible when Rise of the Resistance <laughs> um, opened. I Every time I tried to get it, it would fail. And I would ha- oh, no. we would have to like use someone else's phone. So I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I'm never going to ride this ride. And then... Oh, no. Both times it was me that had gotten it. I was so proud of myself. I was like, this is the "It's best maybe it's the life. Marvel fan in you." They they acknowledged they knew that. that I that I needed it. They were like, "She, <laughs> she really needs to go on this ride." <laughs> and they were like, "She said that she liked Marvel better than Star Wars, or, mm-hmm. or at least the land that is." So she, they're like, "Marvel gods, make it happen. Thor yeah. and Loki, make it happen." <laughs> the, un- the universe really really looked out for me on that one. So it was great. We just had so much time to relax and. Since I was dressed up that way, the character attendants were, like, telling me, like, Steve is going to be out this time, this time. He's going to be out at this time on the balcony. And they also have, like, a little, like, it's basically just, like, a little bench seating area. But there's, like, two levels to it. And that's where a lot of characters will meet because they can be on the highest level while the guests are on the lowest level. So there's still, like, a little bit of distance between them, which is great. Right, right. Which I'm so happy how Disneyland is handling characters because Mm -hmm. out here in – uh, Florida there we had them first yes but there's not nearly as many and I think that's such a special part of Disney and so I kind of wish they were doing it just as good as Disneyland yeah I think Disneyland has always been really good about free roaming characters I think mm-hmm. just my opinion I think Disney World is such like a tourist spot that right. if a character was just walking around they would totally be swarmed 
and Disneyland, it's like they can kind of just a princess can just walk through Fantasyland and you know the character ten will be like, oh, she's not stopping for pictures, but it's really easy to just like walk around with your favorite character and just have yeah. a little chat. So just be like, oh, hello. <laughs> yeah, and just hang out. Or like when they ride the carousel in Fantasyland, I always think that's so oh, cute. I love that so much. With Belle and Beast, I love mm-hmm. it. I'm like, this is adorable. Like, I'm just sorry. I mean, crashing your date. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it was super great, and we were just chilling the whole time. We got to see basically everything the campus had to offer because there's a stunt show featuring Black Widow and Black Panther and they fight Taskmaster and we saw that which was super cool and there's also a Dora Milaje show and they Ooh. were just compl- so gorgeous and so amazing and it was like I felt like honored to be able to be able to even be in their presence I was like wow like those are warriors right there it was so cool the only thing we didn't do is the uh doctor strange like magic show because the line there's always a line for it and i've just like oh. every time i've just been like eh, it's fine i'll see it next time and then next time i'm like eh, it's fine <laughs> like, it's okay <laughs> that's great i love the dora milaje they are so powerful and mm-hmm. like i always get really intimidated by them when they come around and they're like making sure you do the wakanda forever right and you know mm-hmm. you, know, you got to do it right otherwise it's it's really bad but yeah. yes it's so great and I love that there's so many offerings other than just like here's a character meet and greet like there's shows okay. going on like I haven't looked too much into it because I try to avoid seeing it spoilers for it myself but hopefully one day I'll see it soon in person yeah even if you do watch videos it's so different seeing it in person because oh. I wasn't because when Batu first opened I was like I cannot see anything before I do this especially like the rides and stuff I was like I can't mm-hmm. do this no 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 and when Avengers Campus opened I was like well I'm gonna see it and I was just so into it that I I didn't go searching for it, but if I saw it on my stories on Instagram, I would watch it and see what's up. And it was kind of nice to be a little bit in tune with what was going to go on before I went. So my expectations were sort of like in check. Yeah, it was just so great. And one of the really great moments was I really wanted to see Sam Wilson as Captain America because I loved Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I thought it was so great. I think Sam is such a deserving character to have the mantle of Captain America. And I think it's so important, especially like with the times we're living in right now, to see like a strong black man as Captain America. I just was like weeping when we first saw him in his new suit. And it's mm-hmm. so comic accurate. I was just losing my mind. The the show, mm-hmm. like just seeing his, like you said, so deserving. And I think that's the perfect description because he, his progression, his character development in the show just grew so much. And it's like, you can't not love him as Captain America. Like he is just so great. And I love that Bucky's supporting him mm-hmm. in it as well. And they're still best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, buddy Barnes also. <laughs> yeah, his buddy. Um, his buddy, buddy his Barnes. Buddy. He's, a, he's everybody's buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that they're both meeting at the park. Like that makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really great. But uh, Sam only meets up on the balcony. And so he doesn't really, like, come down. And I think it has something to do with, like, the way the costume is built. And they need to get, like, a new costume for more performers to be Uh, able to do that. But so – and I really just had no idea because they don't have a lot of times on the app, especially not for him because it's so random. And Mm so I was like, I'm okay if I don't see him. Like, I really want to, but I'm not going to, like, lose sleep over it. It's okay. And we were just standing by sort of, like, the Dora Milaje stage because there was no character there at the moment. And I was just – we were just kind of standing, chilling out. And I was sort of looking over at the sanctum sort of to my right, not really paying attention. And I turned my head and I looked back at the balcony and I just saw him just (gasps) out there. And I lost my mind. Like, you would have thought that I had won the lottery. I literally started jumping up and down. I was screaming. Like, I I think my soul left my body. And I think I blacked out for a second because I just, like, my vision, I just, like, couldn't even believe that I was seeing him in front of me. I was so excited. And he, like, told me he liked my dress. And I was just 
losing my freaking mind. And I did notice that Sam Wilson was kind of cracking up at like how invested I was. Like I almost started crying. I was like, I was like, I can't believe I'm seeing Sam Wilson. Like this is amazing. Like keep it together. He's a, we need a superhero. He's a superhero. Keep it together. Act so tough. Like, act tough. <laughs> yeah. Like not only is he a new character offering, but he's like a character that I really care about and I really admire. I was just like, oh my goodness. And I don't really like to get pictures of them when they're in the balcony because like most of them come down and you can get like a better picture. But I knew that Sam didn't come down. So I had to get a picture of him with him up in the balcony. And I was like pointing to him and I got, I like yelled to him. I was like, that's my Captain America. Like it was just so amazing. It was just such a wonderful experience. And I really can't wait for him to like come down so I can really have a conversation with him like I do with the other characters so I'm really crossing my fingers that that's soon <laughs> yes and also too when things go back to normal and you can go hug him oh my goodness when I can <laughs> hug Ant-Man and the Wasp and all of them I'm gonna be so excited because like I love I love hugs I love all of that stuff I saw a couple of face characters you know giving fist bumps and Captain America once was like walking with like a child next to him who was dressed as Captain America. So they're kind of slowly being okay with some more stuff. So I'm really hoping that by at least like 2022 that we'll be able to like actually give hugs again. That's so cute. And I I love that it's slowly coming back to normal and stuff because I just I just need to hug a character soon. Like it's been too long. Getting waves are nice, but I just want I just want to hug a character. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was so great. Yeah, so all the characters were amazing. They're so fun to talk to. And I did have to admit to Captain America and to Steve Rogers, I he like made a joke. He was like, Oh, well, uh, who's your favorite character? I can't tell. Is it the Hulk? And I had to admit to him that he was not my favorite character. <laughs> I was like, I was like, don't get me wrong, I really respect you. I really think you're cool. But technically, Iron Man is my favorite. <laughs> was like, oh, and he was very nice about it. He was like, it's okay. Like, I like it when people are fans of my friends. And I was like, you know, I mean, I am still wearing this. So obviously, I like you a decent amount. But I was like, yeah. I was like, I respect you too much to lie to you and say that you are my favorite. I know, because he's all like righteous and justice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't lie to Captain America. I, oh. I never. I'm like, it's like lying to Santa Claus or something. Yeah, I did meet Iron Man and I was like so flustered. I was like starstruck, basically. I was like, you are my oh. favorite. Like, ignore the dress. And he was very Tony Stark about it. He was like, why am I your favorite? And I was like, I just like kept listing off reasons. And I was like, oh, oh my goodness. I was like, I just love you so much. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to go meet my dad in person. because. They had the the costume character at Avengers Night that yeah. one time. And I was like, oh, if I knew Iron Man was going to be there. But honestly, looking at the videos back then, his his costume looked a little clunky. And then now it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Like whatever they've done differently, it looks really, it looks significantly better. Yeah, I agree. I think the costume looks super great for it being like a theme park costume. Like it's mm-hmm. great. Absolutely. And then where did the rest of your day take you? Oh, well, we hung out in Avengers Campus a lot, honestly. Anytime we sort of had downtime, we were either in the Animation Academy or the campus. The best part of the day was Captain America's 6 p.m. set. He came down, and since we were, like, just kind of hanging around, chumming it with everyone, a lot of the character tenants were, like, talking to us. And one of the character tenants told me earlier in the day, she was like, just so you know, like Black Widow is planning a birthday surprise for Cap later. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, when they come out at 6 p.m., they want to sing happy birthday to him and surprise him. And I later found out that it is a yearly tradition between a specific widow and a specific <gasps> Cap, So, which I thought was so very sweet. And so we were hanging out there and throughout the day, like Black Widow was only ever on the balcony or like doing her stunt show or like waving hello from the balcony. But she got like special permission to come down with Cap. And then they were standing up there on the little stage and all the character tenants were like huddled with like, it was a group of like maybe 25 people total. Uh And they were like, okay, like Nat's going to lead us off and we're going to sing happy birthday to him. Like it'll be great, blah, blah, blah. And so Natasha was like, this is my friend, Steve Rogers. If you know, it is his birthday today. And we were all cheering for him. (laughs) And she's like, well, we obviously have to, you know, give him a birthday surprise, like a birthday 
song and I later realized that the characters aren't allowed to sing. So so she actually, Black Widow, looked at me specifically and went, do you want to start us off? Which I later was like, oh, she can't sing. Like, they're not allowed to. So that's why she asked me. But I was like, I get to start the birthday song. Like, I was, for like a millisecond, my brain was like going a mile per minute. And I was like, what if she doesn't want me to sing? What if she wants me to do something else? Like, what, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh my God, what if I'm doing the wrong thing? I was so stressed out, but... I did start it off and we started saying happy birthday. It was great. And he was blushing so much. What a cutie. It was so sweet. And then everyone got pictures with both Black Widow and Cap. And it was so fun. And it was really great. And after we sang, we were like, speech, 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 which my (laughs) silly self, I thought everyone was cheering Steve. So I was like, Steve, Steve, Steve. (laughs) And I later realized that they were like asking for like a birthday speech. I was like, I am so dumb <laughs> like, <"Whoops."> <laughs> hopefully your voice was muffled enough that like they couldn't I, make yeah, out that you I were saying so. steve well because on the video everyone was like oh i wanted to hear the speech and i was like okay i guess it did sound like speech but i, I really thought they were just cheering for steve but he like made a little joke he was like to all who come to this happy place welcome and that was like his little thing and because he obviously didn't have like a speech prepared like he's gonna just take pictures and stuff but it was so funny it really cracked us up and we got to take pictures of both of them because I had seen Cap like all day so I went up to them and I was like honestly I'm really just here for Natasha and he was like oh okay and I was like no like they're great too but like I really want a picture with her because she means so much to me and it was great and I remember I was leaving and I was like bye Nat bye Cap and he was like what and I was like I said bye Nat and he was like oh I thought you said bye dad I was like (laughs) I did not call you Um, I was like you guys like the father of America like I was like do you want me to call I was like do you got a thing going on I was like, I <laughs> promise you that is not what I said. But it was so fun and so great. And I remember later in the day, I met Loki and he like made fun of me for my outfit. <laughs> and, oh my gosh. And I had to course. explain to him. I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, I really just love a theme. It's not about Cap. I was like, honestly, he's not like even in my top five. And he was like, did you tell him that? And I was like, I did. And he was like, I was like, I did. But he was really nice about it. He was super like, charming and we like made fun of him like he was like oh of course he's always so charming and so nice about everything and I was like I know it's so frustrating <laughs> it was so fun I love meeting Loki every time it's so great yes and he's been changing his outfits yeah. because of Disney plus so mm-hmm. what ver- version of Loki did you get it was before they changed it to president Loki it was him in just like basically his main outfit of the show of like the button up but he had like the collar on so it was like the button up and the pants and the pants are actually really cool because in like the shade they look just like brown slacks Mm -hmm. but when he was up on the balcony earlier in the day and we were sort of talking to him the sunlight was hitting them and they're actually this really cool like sparkly reflective green oh so in in the without the light hitting it they just look sort of brownish green with the Mm -hmm. light like it's really cool iridescent i told him that i was like your pants are really cool especially in the light and he was like oh yeah when the light hits it like the low key comes out and i was like i just got goosebumps i was like oh that's so good so and as a cosplayer you definitely notice that (laughs) oh yeah i noticed like the cut of his shirt and everything i was like wow that's really interesting like the collar is like attached to his shirt blah 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 i thought it was just so cool and this whole day on fourth of july how did i just like looking back at it now how did it make you feel (laughs) it was awesome honestly It was so cool to have all the characters recognize my outfit and sort of recognize that, like, I really, really loved this universe. And just being able to talk to them and, like, knowing so much about them and knowing sort of how they talked and how their personalities are. I know some people, as they get older, they sort of, like, get embarrassed talking to face characters and they don't really know what to say. But I think Mm -hmm. it's so cool to sort of role play with them and, like, really talk to them and be like yep you are Loki how's it going like you are Cap how's it going like it's a really good way to play with your imagination and sort of be able to go and really be in the world yeah be friends with these characters be like these like before Disneyland closed like I went on like the last day before the closure and I told Cinderella I was like I'm gonna be really sad not seeing you guys like you guys are like my friends like I go and I see you guys and 
I hang out with them and it's so cool. Yes. Oh my goodness. And, but yeah, the characters just mean so much. And like you said, like, yeah, people do definitely get nervous being around them as an adult, but I think that characters love it so much because if they get banter back and other than just, you know, when you talk to a kid, there's like limited conversation or the kids mm-hmm. will get too shy and, you know, hi, I like you sign my autograph book, take your picture, be done. Whereas we like who love the characters and know their stories can banter back and add more to it and be like, Hey, what did you think about when, you know, Loki made you turn you into a frog or something or whatever mm-hmm. the, the the thing is. I feel like a bad Marvel fan for not knowing it exactly, but <laughs> Yeah, the characters are so great. Like, pretty much every happy memory I have at the parks involves characters in one way or another. Like, sometimes it's like, you know, I have a couple good memories of, like, getting onto Rise without a boarding group and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, going on Web Slingers is super cool. But, like, I'm just such a people person that my happiest memories are with people and they're, like, the interactions I have with other people. And the fact Mm -hmm. that the people I'm having these interactions with are, like, my favorite characters who, like helped me get through this pandemic like with all their movies and stuff it just feels so cool like I remember at the end of the day or the end of like when face characters are out you know around like 6 45 is when they stop coming out uh Captain America there's a shield like jeep park near the near the headquarters and sometimes mm-hmm. characters will be in the jeep because that's another way to social distance like them on the top of the jeep and then guests down below he was in the jeep and my friend who's a photographer had brought his camera and he was like taking pictures of him and stuff. And I already gotten so many pictures with him that I was like, fine. But I was just so thankful for Captain America specifically that day because I had so many interactions with him throughout the day. And I just felt like so connected. I just was like, like, I was like, bye Cap, like, thank you so much for today. Like, just thank you for talking to me and being cool and just being Captain America. Like, Just the fact that he is Captain America makes my day already. And then being able to say that I spent most of my day with Captain America is on his birthday, (laughs) on his birthday. And I forget like a lot of like TikToks I see uh, from Marvel fans because I'm in the community so much. And I see people from different parts of the world being like, I really want to go to Avengers Campus. Like, Mm -hmm. look at these pictures from, you know, from when the Marvel characters are out. And I just feel so blessed to be able to actually go and experience this like even before Avengers Campus opened like I have met Hawkeye a couple times when he was out like the Summer of Heroes event at Mm -hmm. Disneyland a few years ago and I met Spider-Man so many times and I've met Captain America and all these things I sort of like when I see videos like that I sort of realize like oh I'm the person that like gets to do this and my video that I made, it got a lot of views on TikTok because Marvel can't Marvel fans come through. Yay. And I saw it like <laughs> floating around on Twitter and stuff. And I like responded. I was like, this is my video. Like, I'm That's so glad me. that like Hi. I could share this. And like so many people were like, thank you for sharing this. Like, I love seeing the Disneyland characters. Like, I don't get to go to Disneyland, but like I love Marvel. So seeing the characters are super cool. And it's so great to sort of see this community and being able to be a part of it and being able to share my experience, just being like, hey, I got to go to Disneyland and I got to hang out with Captain America. Here's my experience. And so many people being like, wow, you got to go to Disneyland and see Avengers Campus. Like, I don't know when I'll be able to do that. I'm like, wow, I am pretty fortunate to like live in LA and be able to buy a ticket and go. Like, that's really cool. It's like a moment of gratitude, kind of. Absolutely. And you're appreciative of what you have and when you get in. I'm definitely one of those people that is dying to get out there, but is mm-hmm. living through your stories and your TikToks <laughs> and your Instagram and stuff. So thank you for doing that. Of course. Is there any last little bits you want to say about the story before we see where we can find you? Covered all bases, you know, Sam, yeah. Loki, Iron Man, all that stuff. I will say, that the first time I went to uh, Avengers Campus, I did make Ant-Man laugh, which is like, <gasps> put that on my tombstone, like that I did that because <laughs> I was like so starstruck going up to him. I was like, hello, like I'm such a big fan. And then I was like, oh, or I should say I'm a small fan because you're Ant-Man. And like, oh. he like genuinely laughed. And I was like, oh my God, I made Scott Lang laugh. I love him so much. That's so clever too. Oh my god, Scott and Hope, like I really get like starstruck around them. It 
it's also hard because they're wearing like helmets and like so it can be difficult to like have like a conversation conversation with them right and see their reactions mm -hmm. and stuff most of the time i've met them i've just been like hi i love you let's take a picture okay bye (laughs) yeah so i'm hoping that as distancing restrictions ease up i'll be able to like really talk with him because i love the ant-man movies yes thank you maggie so much for sharing all of the Marvel. I feel truly feel like I was there and spent oh, the day with you and it was so great. But where can people find you if they wanted to follow your adventures? On pretty much everything. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. I am Maggie Kingdom. M-A-G-G-I-E Kingdom. It's a play on words because it sounds like Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> people will think my last name is actually Kingdom because my last name does start with a K. It's Kennedy. So like I've literally had people be like, Oh, like I thought your name was Kingdom, which would be a really cool last name, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And guys, all of her links will be in the show notes. If you guys want to follow Maggie, it'll all be down there ready to go and follow her amazing adventures. I know I do. Thank you. Maggie, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your magic. It truly means the world to me. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. I hope you guys enjoyed Maggie's story today. It was so great having her on and having a true Marvel fan come share her amazing day with all of the superheroes in Avengers Campus. If you would like to help support the show, if you could go to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review and tell us how much you like the show, it would truly help this podcast out and new people discover us. Also, we are always looking for more magical moments, so please go down to the link in the show notes to go to justsomemagic.com to submit your story. I can't wait to read all of them, but until next time, bye! Bye!